Hello, my friend. You are listening to TIEPOD, and today we are joined by Kate Rosenow. Kate is a business system strategist and the owner of Work Well with Kate, where she works with women business owners to streamline and simplify their businesses so they can be more profitable and less busy. In 2014, when Kate started her first business, Mavenly & Co., she realized that the key to designing a sustainable, profitable business was well-built systems that give you freedom and flexibility in your work so you can stay in that zone of genius and focus on impact. She has now worked with thousands of women business owners across the country through group workshops, online trainings, and private coaching to equip them with the resources and mindset they need to build businesses that work for them rather than the other way around. She was the host of the award-winning weekly Women, Work, and Worth podcast on iTunes, and her insight and advice has been featured in Forbes, Fortune, Real Simple, and Business Insider. Y'all, Kate is the real deal, and we are so blessed and lucky and honored in all of the words to have her here today just to feed into us with all of the system's genius. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to TIEPOD a podcast crafted by Tiana Tai to help you purify your purpose in business, love, and life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, dog mom, or just getting started, you're bound to find value as Tiana dives into meaningful topics each episode. So settle in, turn up the volume, and welcome your host, Tiana Tai. I've got to take just a quick second to ask you for a serious bit of support. TIEPOD would not be possible without your reviews, your comments, and just all of the positive feedback that we've been receiving so far. So if you haven't already, please go on, hit subscribe to make sure you're not missing out on any of this good and free content, and also be sure to leave a review. You may think that I'm not looking at them, but I swear to you, my friend, I read every single review and it just makes my heart so happy. So if you haven't already done so, hit pause, leave a review, and then let's get back to the goodness. So, Kate, without further ado, can you please uh, just take a minute, introduce yourself, let us in on what has brought you here today. Absolutely. And I am so thrilled to be here. So thrilled to be chatting with you and sharing with your audience, especially because my entrepreneurial journey really kind of started by accident. I, I didn't really know even what entrepreneurship was, which is pretty embarrassing. When I graduated college, I just kind of had what most of us had, this idea of this corporate um, journey, the, this corporate future. And so I went right from college to a corporate job and within two weeks knew that that was not for me. I was not meant to be sitting in a cubicle nine to five. And so I started doing really the only thing I knew how to do at that point, which was research and study. That was kind of the only thing I knew how to do in school. And so I started asking other people if they enjoyed their careers, what they did, how do you build a career that you love? And that turned into a blog. I started blogging about those conversations. That blog turned into a podcast. That podcast turned into workshops. 
workshops and coaching. And so I kind of accidentally built a business just sharing things that I really enjoyed. And the funny thing about when you do that is even if your business grows and is successful, you probably haven't built the right systems for it to be sustainable and scalable. And so while we were successful on the outside and we were making money and impacting people's lives, it was basically a dumpster fire on the inside. And so I really had to spend some time figuring out how to run a business, how to make this thing sustainable and scalable where I wasn't sacrificing my health and my time constantly to make this business work. And so that's how I started learning about systems and realizing that it's basically the holy grail of making your business run. And then once I found out about systems and once I started implementing systems in my first business and growing it, I just became systems obsessed. I was talking to anyone that would listen to me about business systems and how awesome they were and kind of the magic behind it. And everyone thought I was a total loser and crazy. Um, but I ended up starting like getting more questions about building a business than I even was about career coaching, which was the focus of our business at the time. And so the more questions I got, the more I just kind of fell in love with systems. I realized that, you know, that's probably really what I'm meant to be doing. I'm meant to be helping people build this version of their business that's not just profitable, but ultimately scalable and sustainable and lets them do the thing they started their business to do in the first place. And so that's kind of my journey to work well with Kate now. And I'm still just as obsessed as I was when I started. And my favorite thing in the world is helping women business owners streamline and simplify their business so they can grow it without sacrificing more of their time. So that's my nerdy story of how I got to where I am today. Holy good. I love everything, every <laughs> word you just said. I had like a smile on my face the whole time. <laughs> so, you know, because like we went back and forth a little bit before, you know, obviously you jumped on the show, but you know that I said to you, you know, in my work in hiring and leadership, I'm always telling them systems, but I'm always admitting like firsthand, I'm not a systems person. <laughs> <laughs> so everything you were saying, I was just like, yes, I agree 110%. And I'm so happy that somebody who's like obsessed with it actually exists in this world <laughs> because there are also people like me who know we need it right and we value it and we see other people and we're just like yes it's so critically important but we're just like I that's not naturally in my arsenal of tricks guys like mm -hmm. what is what's up with these systems so first of all still again so happy to have you here today um so if you don't mind i'd like to just dive in because i'm ready to nerd out with you over some systems let's do it that's my favorite thing ever i'm excited <laughs> okay so i know obviously talking about systems all day every day you more than likely have a like massive perspective on those must-haves right especially for maybe some of the newer entrepreneurs who are really just establishing or people who have been in the game for a bit like me or even a few more years who are just like it's actually a dumpster fire up behind this closed door so what do i need to clean it up right so what do you have to say about those essential systems 
Absolutely. You know, this is such an important conversation, such an important question, because I think so many of us get on Instagram and get on Facebook, join a webinar, and there's a million things we're being told we have to do in our business. And it can feel really overwhelming and frustrating to feel like there's a bunch of things we have to do and we're super behind, whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or you just started today. And so I really like to focus on these three systems that no matter where you're at in your business, I find that these are the essential systems that you have to have. So the first one is a sales system. Now this one's pretty obvious. You have to have a system for selling what you're doing. So some people call that marketing. Some people call it advertising. For me, it's just all encompassing under sales. So you have to have a way that people are learning about you, that you're nurturing them, and then ultimately inviting them into working with you. And it's funny, you would think that that seems so obvious, but the amount of entrepreneurs I meet where they really know like what offering they have and they're really excited about doing it for people, but they have no way of getting people in the door. If you don't have sales, you don't have a business. I joke that like if your business is a body, sales is oxygen. So you have to have that sales system in order for your business to run. And the second system you have to have is a service system. So how are you actually delivering that product? When someone comes in, signs a contract with you or purchases something, fills out that invoice, How are you working with them? What does that system look like? And ultimately, it needs to be a repeatable process because then it's something you can do over and over and over again and ultimately scale. I see a lot of people kind of reinventing the wheel every time they get a new client or a client asks for something that's a little off the beaten path or something they don't traditionally do. And we're just yes men saying yes to everything. And I think that's a really dangerous path to go down. I think it's super important to have a service system that's not only repeatable so that it's easier for you, but also repeatable for your clients because you know what results you can get them. If you have a repeatable process that's proven, then you're going to continue to get clients almost on autopilot because they're going to refer other people who need that exact same result. So that service system is so important. And then the last one, and this is one that I'm sure you're an expert in now for sure, is that operation system. So how are we running our business overall? There's all those pieces, right? The, the, the ad men, the pieces that you know are required for running our business, but maybe not why we started our business, like accounting, like legal, like all the other pieces that make the business work. And so you need to have a system for doing each of those three things to make sure that your business is able to run effectively and efficiently. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes, first of all. And not an expert in all things operations, but you know, I'm right there for them hiring and recruitment systems. Okay. (laughs) But so I wasn't actually planning on chatting with you about this, but what struck me as you were describing this is that in some of those, so we got sales, service, and operations, right? Mm -hmm. So as you described them, even within those like three pillars, there are kind of like the smaller buckets, right? So in operations, you mentioned there's legal, there's accounting, there's um, just all types of things. And I'm wondering, like, do you ever get met with a little bit of resistance of people just like freaking out at the sheer mass of systems that we're talking about here? Absolutely. And ultimately, I think that's why your work is so valuable because I think what happens when we start a business is we think, you know, first we're really excited. We're doing the thing that we want to be doing. And then we realize how many hats we have to wear to make our business really grow and scale. And I think Mm -hmm. there's this belief that we have to do it ourselves. And I'm a big fan of the philosophy, what I call who 
not how. So instead of seeing all the stuff you have to do and saying, oh my God, how am I going to do all this stuff? The first thing I want you to ask, and you're going to be asking the right person, she's the host of this podcast, is who? Who do I need to bring in to help me do all of these things? Because I'll tell you right now, I love what I do for work. I love running my business. I don't have a clue how my Facebook ads work. I don't have a clue how my accounting works. Someone (laughs) else handles that for me so that I can stay in my zone of genius. But you have to have systems in place for those people to be able to effectively come in and run that system. So one of my favorite quotes is systems run the business and people run the systems. So you have to have those systems that are running your business. And then you just have people coming in and really managing those systems. That's how you effectively grow and scale a business. But if you're bringing people in, and I'm sure you know this better than anyone, if you're bringing people in and you say, yeah, I don't really know how typically we get paid. You can just kind of figure it out on your own and like, let me know how it goes. It's like, that's a recipe for disaster. So you have to have an SOP or a standard operating procedure for how you do each one of these things. But for me, I have an online business manager who handles all of that minutia, who handles all of those operations. So even though there's different buckets underneath that, I've strategically hired someone who can handle all of those buckets and only send to me the information I need to know. So that operations piece, I've hired specifically for someone to to handle each piece of that particular bucket. Yes. Oh my God. So I'm smiling from ear to ear because I'm just thinking about like one of the things that I do have to tell people sometimes, you're absolutely right, is just like if you're not willing to map out those SOPs and get those like workflows and like set and good to go, right? I'm just like, you absolutely are going to have to bring in an expert. So I hope that's the investment that you're willing to make. You know what I mean? Because sometimes with new entrepreneurs, there is that resistance to like doing the SOP thing and it just feels very open overwhelming. But on the flip side of it, if you don't want to do it all yourself from scratch, we do have to bring in somebody with those capabilities. So I love that you said that. And also OBMs are a godsend. We all love them. We need them. They're amazing. (laughs) Absolutely. And you're so right. And you know what? Ultimately, it's so funny because I think once you've been an entrepreneur for a while, you really start to look at money and investing in a totally different way. And Mm -hmm. for me, investing in systems and investing in outsourcing and hiring people, that I see it as a revenue stream. I I don't see it as spending money. I see it as like I'm creating an opportunity for more money to come in through this system or through this person working for me. And so making that investment and having people create systems or having people brought onto your team to take over certain tasks, like my Facebook ads manager, that is a revenue stream. She is purely creating revenue for my business, doing what she's doing. She's literally paying for herself and then some. And so for me, I always think about, you know, what am I sacrificing by not investing? How much money am I losing by not investing in myself? And it's 10 times more than that investment in that systems expert or that hiring expert or that person that ultimately I know I really need, but I'm scared of that investment. And of course you can start small. Of course you can start with small investments. Maybe you just invest in a software platform or a template. I remember when I started out just having like a a template for how to email my clients was a godsend, but that's part of your system. System. And so investing in that, paying for that gives you more time in your business. And so ultimately you're making that money back and then some. And so I always ask myself, what is it costing me not to invest in my business? And that number is big. Let me tell you. 
<laughs> yes. And I feel like this is actually the perfect pivot. I love it when this happens, just like when it's just such a perfect transition. But I feel like you may have touched on this a bit, but I'm wondering, like we're talking about money here and everybody loves the money conversation. So how do these systems actually make us more profitable? I think you really just touched on the kind of time for money aspect of it, but I'll let you continue. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's definitely the first piece. So when you implement something like a service system and it takes away a lot of the admin for working with your clients, maybe onboarding and offboarding clients, scheduling with clients, things like that, you're actually getting time back so that you can work with more clients. So when you streamline, simplify, and automate some pieces of your service system, you're actually creating more time, which means you can work with more clients, which means you can make more money. So that's one really obvious way that it's making making your business more profitable when you have those systems. Most of my clients see their work per client reduced by 50%. That means they can work with twice as many clients as they do before they have systems, which is a huge revenue increase. Huge. So that one is kind of the most obvious one. The next is it increases credibility. And a lot of people don't think about this. You know, the example I like to give is that when we go to a nice restaurant and they charge us $20 or $15 for a glass of wine, we're much more willing to do that than maybe if they charged us that same amount for buying it at the store. And that's because we have this experience that feels really luxurious or we're in an environment that feels like we want to pay to be in this environment. The exact same thing happens with businesses. If you want to charge a premium price, you have to have a premium experience and that premium experience comes from having great systems. When you have a really smooth onboarding process, when you have a really beautiful proposal, when it's really easy to schedule calls with you or or there's just a very natural way of working with you, it increases your credibility and your expertise. People start to think of you as an expert, so they're willing to pay for an expert. So most of my clients, after they implement great systems, they're usually raising their rates. They're usually saying, hey, I've spent money to make this a great experience, a luxurious experience. So I'm going to charge a luxury price, which I absolutely love seeing. So that's another way that it increases your profitability in your business. And then the last one, which is honestly probably my favorite, is that when you have a really great service system, it turns your clients into referral machines. When you have a great experience with someone who has a great client experience, you are telling all your friends about it as if it's like your new favorite movie. You're like, this was awesome. This was wonderful. And this is true whether you're you know, a web designer, a wedding planner, a lawyer, an accountant, if you're easy to work with, you're going to be getting referrals out the wazoo because people love to tell people about great things and great experiences. So a lot of times for me, I see that my clients have, you know, these great referral businesses, sometimes 80, 90% referral based because their clients just rave about the system they have for working with clients. And so those are really three ways that kind of immediately your systems can make your business more profitable and bring in more money for you. Yes. And I love like, especially with that client focus, because it just makes me think this is another way that you're feeding into your clients. You know what I mean? And I I know that anybody listening cares about their clients as much as I care about the leaders that I work with. I'm like, I want to see y'all out here winning. So just being able to give them that good, luxurious experience. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Love it. 
So a lot of us are feeling very inspired right now, right? If anybody listening right now is feeling like me, they're like, yes, we believe in systems. We believe Kate. She is speaking nothing but the truth. But where the heck do they start? I feel like that is probably the number one question on people's brains. It's like, where should I even start, Kate? Yeah, that is such a good question. I actually have an exercise that I still do in my business to this day when I'm optimizing my systems or even thinking about who to hire next. This is an exercise I still do all the time. So I know some of you might be like listening in the car or maybe on the treadmill or something, but if you happen to be by a piece of paper and a pin, I recommend doing this exercise just because I think it's so helpful. So what I'll do is I will literally have a piece of paper in front of me and write down everything I'm doing in my business, every single thing, everything from like sending an invoice to checking up on my accounting platform to going to networking events, having podcasts like this, like what are all the things I'm doing in my business? And I think like any business owner knows that list can get very long. Most times when I do this exercise with clients, they like start to laugh at me. They're like, you want me to write down everything? I'm like, yeah, everything, <laughs> write down everything. And so I have them write down everything. And then the first thing I have them do is look at that list and say, is everything on this list revenue generating and essential? When we check for those two things, sometimes we realize how many things we don't even need to be doing in our business. So maybe you watched this webinar on how Pinterest Pinterest could totally transform your business, but you've been on Pinterest for six months and you haven't gotten one single lead from it. That would be an example of something that's not essential. You don't need it for your business to run, but it's also not generating revenue. And so, so frequently I see people building systems for things that actually aren't even producing, goodness, excuse me, revenue for their business. And so there's no need to build a system for something that's not even working for you. And so we want to scratch those things off our list and just completely dump them entirely. And so then I'll go through that list and say, what on this list can be automated? What can a robot do? And I like doing this in bulk for a couple of reasons, but the main reason is that I see all of the things that can be automated, and then I try and find one system that can do all of those things. So for example, if on that list, maybe you have sending invoices, sending contracts, onboarding clients, there are systems that can do multiple of those things. So instead of having 20 different pieces of software, which I think a lot of us can identify with when you start your business, you kind of have this software junkyard of all of these things you've signed up for and maybe didn't use, or you like it was too complicated to send them the scheduler and the contract on a different uh, platform and then the invoice on a different platform and it just gets overwhelming and confusing. And so when I do this in one sitting, I get to see all of the things that I want to automate. And then I look for a platform that can do most of those things, one or two platforms, and I can almost always find it, which is the beauty of owning a business in 2020. You can almost mm-hmm. always find a system that does not just more than one thing, but like a ton of things in your business, which is really great. So I like to do that too, just to see, okay, how many things do I need to automate and how few systems can I use to be able to do that? And so I'll look for things that maybe all fall under the umbrella of that service system or that sales system. Can I find something that does all of these things? And then you'll inevitably have things on that list that are still essential, 
are revenue generating, but a robot can't do them. They can't be automated, but maybe you don't need to be doing them. And this is where you call on our lovely podcast host and you say, I need to outsource these things. I need to hire people to do these things. And so you've kind of come up with this, you know, idea of exactly what you need to be um, kind of like outsourcing and delegating. And then you're able to hire an expert to help you do that effectively. And so that's the process I go through because it really helps us identify what we actually need systems for and what the actual pain points in our business are are um, are basically and, and how we can address them with systems or hiring people to do those things for us. Yes. I keep saying yes this episode just because I'm just so in alignment with everything you're saying. I can't help it. Um, Those who have been around a while would know that absolutely everything you just said, especially like starting with the things that you delegate. And I feel like I have to say this a lot. And that's why I was so excited, Kate, to like work with you on this, because when people come to me, they're just like, oh, I think I need a VA. And I'm like, okay, why? You know, just tell me why you think you need a VA. Right. And they'll start on this big list and I'm like, okay, take it, slow down. Like, let's figure out how many of these tasks can be automated. And that's why I'm so excited that you're here today because sometimes it does make sense to hire, but you're absolutely right. Sometimes uh, a CRM like Dubsado is going to be your new best friend or HoneyBook or whatever it is mm-hmm. that you're using. Absolutely. You are speaking my language. Yes. That's <laughs> like, I joke that I'm like queen of doing the most with the least. So if I can uh-huh. like get a robot to do it, if I can get a software system to do it, God knows that I owe, gosh, more money than I could ever count to a system like Dubsado that just consolidates everything mm-hmm. for me. And so being able to do that and just exactly like what you said, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's like, what do we actually need and who can fulfill that role. And you're able to, you know, streamline, simplify, delegate in a much more powerful way when you have a really clear vision of like, what does it actually even take to run my business and who's essential? Because that conversation, I think so many people miss because we have all of these shoulds in our head. We should have a VA. We should have an online business manager. We should have a Facebook ads manager. Well, if Facebook ads aren't delivering for you, then you don't need one. But it's all dependent on what's working for you in your business and what is revenue generating. Yes. And let me tell you, this is just an aside. Those Dubsado workflows, me realizing that I could put my podcast process into a Dubsado workflow has changed the game. Oh my goodness. When I saw that Dubsado form, let me tell you, and this is where I really start to nerd out. People are probably like, oh my God, this is so pathetic. But when I see a Dubsado form, I immediately know like you have instant credibility. You have like instant credibility with me where I'm like, this woman knows what the heck she is doing. She is running a legit business. So again, at that point I said, it's like, it it builds credibility. Like when you have a real system for that, because you could have just DM me and said like, Hey, do you want to get on a podcast? I could send you a link. No, mm-hmm. you like you were like, this is a process. This is a system. We are running this the right way. And that just builds a business that you can really be proud of and that you can really get behind because you have systems, you have people helping you to create something that's a really fantastic experience. So just know that you have the biggest fans and all the credibility in the world with uh, me and my team. So. <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you. And you know, because earlier you guys, you guys didn't hear this, but I was telling Kate that I was that person that started the podcast and then disappeared and all that jazz. And literally when I came back stronger than ever with the Tide Pod Challenge this year at the beginning of this year, I was like, we are doing this the right way. We are getting systems in place. So I just feel all the validation right now for, yes, <laughs> for doing that. Know that it is being appreciated by not just me, but my team as well. Oh, that's so fun. This episode is brought to you by Interact. Remember those BuzzFeed quizzes like, what type of ice cream are you? Yeah, Interact is a tool for creating quizzes just like those. Except it also acts as a way for your business to generate leads and build that oh-so-important email list. I use it to host my quiz, What's Your Enneagram Leadership Type? With hundreds of ready-made templates and the option to create unlimited quizzes from scratch, you will literally have hundreds of opportunities to attract the right clients, especially new ones. Don't miss out on this beautiful opportunity to grow your business in a fun and unique way. You can sign up for Interact today by heading on over to the show notes and getting a link to create your first quiz for free right now. That's right. I said it is free 99 to create your first quiz. It doesn't get much better than that. Okay. So again, perfect segue. I'm curious because if you would have met 2019 Typod process, you wouldn't have been as impressed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what other mistakes are you seeing like business owners and CEOs make when it comes to systems? Yeah, this is a big one. And I'm actually glad we already brought up Dubsado because this is a common mistake I see. People frequently mistake having a platform or a software platform as having a system. You think just because you bought a subscription to Dubsado, you now have a CRM. And that is so far from the truth. And that's so much of the work that my clients are having to do because they're like, oh yeah, I purchased this software system, but I don't really know how to run it. Or I'm only using it to do this. And it's like, no, no, no. We have to actually go in there and set it up to work for you, just like you did with the podcast. It's like, we have to create the right workflows. We have to set up the right canned emails. We have to build it so it actually works for us. And so I think that's a common misconception is that, and this goes for anything. This goes for your course platform. This goes for um, your social media scheduler. If you just purchase it or you just sign up for the account, that's not having a system. That's having a subscription. <laughs> you, you are just paying for something. And so, um, you know, for me, it's really important that not only are we choosing our platforms wisely, but we actually take the time to utilize them and to invest in creating, you know, a, a true system inside of it that's going to work for us. Because I see so many people that are like, oh, yeah, Dubsado didn't work for me or like, oh, yeah, Planoly or Later.com didn't work for me. And it's like, did it not work for you or was it not set up appropriately to work for you? And I think that that's a big distinction. So that's a common mistake I see is people thinking that they just subscribe to a, a software platform and all of a sudden they have a system. There's usually more you have to build into it to kind of make it your own. That's that's a big one for sure. Another, oh, huge. yeah. I mean, and, and I'm sure you've seen it too, where it's like, you know, you, you see an ad for this system. You're like, oh, that looks cool. That looks great. You subscribe. And then it just sits there for three months and you're like, that you don't have a system. <laughs> that that is not a system. Sorry to break it to you. Yes, I'm like nodding, but I'm also raising my hand because I'm like, yep, I'm guilty. I've done oh. it. We've all done it, guys. We've all done it. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm still paying for some subscription somewhere of something I signed up for, thinking like this will be great, and like 
did never use it. The amount of project management systems I've been through is a joke. It's laughable. Oh, I believe it. So you just made me. I have to ask this now because you've done it to yourself. You brought it up. Um, As our systems guru, can you give people a list maybe of some of your favorites? I'm just curious. Oh, my goodness. So this is like a little bit like trying to decide who my favorite child is. It's really funny (laughs) because I get so attached to my systems because I truly, I mean, you know, I, I work with clients. That's the bulk of what I do. But I also spend a ton of time making sure I'm using systems that are really in the middle of the Venn diagram of most capability and best price. Like I said, I'm a big fan of doing the most with the least. I'm not trying to spend more than I have to. I'm a very much a subscriber of the lean startup mentality. So I want to find the software system that can do the most while spending the least amount of money on that. And so Dubsado is an obvious one. And it's so funny. People are like, do you have an affiliate code or like a subscription? I'm like, these are systems I guarantee you that I use that I just love no matter like what else is going on. Like I'm just obsessed with these systems. Dubsado is a huge one. And then a new kind of front runner for me is Flowdesk. So Flowdesk is an email marketing platform similar to like MailChimp or ConvertKit. And for me, a big reason why I use a system is that I have to enjoy being in it. I I have to really actually like being in it and how it works on the inside or else I'm not going to use it effectively. And so frankly, Flowdesk is just really beautiful, but also the price point is Oh, just immaculate, amazing. And the automation is getting better and better every single day. So that's another platform that I love. And then two kind of project management systems that I love. I love if you're kind of farther along and, and you've you know built a team and you have multiple people working with you, I think ClickUp is ultimately the best option. Like it, it's an amazing project management system. If you're looking for something a little more um, simplified, I recommend Asana. I know a lot of people like Trello, but I like to have multiple different views. Sometimes I'm a list girl. Sometimes I'm a calendar girl. Sometimes I'm a board girl. And so Asana is another great one, but those are three that I just absolutely love. And then if you're thinking about the financial piece of it, um, I know a lot of people use QuickBooks and what have you, but Wave is a free accounting software and it's absolutely amazing with the information it gives you. So that's another one that I love, but that felt a little bit like picking my favorite kids. So hopefully I didn't um, bore anyone with all of my uh, systems favorites. I am so sorry to make you choose favorites, but we just had had to know. It had to be done. It had to be done. So I I actually have never heard of Wave. So I'll go digging for y'all, but definitely go digging on all the ones she just mentioned. And, you know, I mean, for me, ultimately, I want to make sure I like it before I invest any of my money in it. So I think every one of those, yeah, every, every one that I mentioned is either free for life, like Asana and ClickUp can be free for life depending on how you use it, or it's free to get started. And that's really important for me because I want to test it, make sure it works for me. And so you can do the same thing with any of those platforms I mentioned, including Wave. Just test it out, see if it's the interface you like or the information you need and kind of go from there. Yes. And you, this is a funny example, but I can't help but share it because I just thought of it as you were talking about actually enjoying the experience. And it made me for some reason, I don't know, laugh at me if you want, but it made me think of the debate between like iPhone and Android. 
and how the majority of the people in my circle do love love a good iPhone. We do. We're obsessed. (laughs) And we love the way it looks and the way it feels and just like how things are laid out. And it's so clean and aesthetically pleasing. But my husband diehard Android fan. <laughs> and he like talks mess about my iPhone all the time. And I'm like, okay, you over there with your little Android. But that's what I thought about when you were describing systems, honestly. It's so true. And for me, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. It's like, we want to do have experiences and, and be in things that feel good to us. Like whether that's being on your phone or even like the color of your walls in your room, it's like, it just has to feel right for you. And the same thing, a lot of times when I talk to my clients and they're like, oh, I tried that system and it just doesn't work. I don't think that a project management system is going to work for me. I'm like, there are so many different types of project management systems. We are going to find one for you. So we oftentimes do like a speed dating round of all, all the different types of systems and get you one that you're really excited to use because then it actually works for you. Then you're actually going to be in it. If you have a project management system that you don't enjoy being in, your projects aren't going to be managed. They're just going to sit there in a graveyard on that site. Yep. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all li- listen to the expert. She's speaking nothing but the truth. <laughs> it is so true. We've all been there. Oh, we've all been there trying to force that relationship. Just doesn't work. And I'm wondering, like, okay, because you know me, and I'm always talking about leadership and just like showing up in the best capacity we can as leaders of our teams, of our companies, of our communities as a whole. And I'm curious, like, I know that systems are super nerdy and it's very tactical, but I'm curious just your perspective on how it helps people show up bigger and better when they actually do have this stuff in place. Oh, I'm so glad that you asked that question. I think it's so important because a lot of times people will say, I don't want to implement systems because they make you feel like a robot or they feel sleazy or it feels impersonal. And I think it's actually the opposite is true. When you have great systems, you're able to focus on the things that only you can do and you show up better, you lead better, you get to focus on the problems that really are worth your attention and worth your time instead of doing the minutiae. So again, I only put systems in place and automate things that people wouldn't care if a robot did it. My clients don't care if a robot sends them their invoice. They're not like, oh, this invoice is so much better because Kate manually sent it. No, when I <laughs> automate something like that. I'm not automating like the, you know, copywriting on my Instagram posts. I'm not automating like decisions on who to hire. Obviously, those are things that I either want to have an expert do with me or I want to do myself. But when it comes to systems, it helps you be a better leader because it takes all the things that aren't worth your time off your plate so you can stay in your zone of genius. So I frankly like don't know how you could have a business and run it effectively effectively as a leader if you didn't have systems. I think it's a requirement to having a business that can grow and scale and really run effectively and efficiently. You have to have those systems and you have to have them before you bring people on so that you make sure you have a great environment where people can get started and they can be self-starters and really work in a way that works towards your larger goal and makes a bigger impact. You better preach, Kate. (laughs) Yep. All I'm going to do is co-sign that, y'all. I don't really have anything else to add. That was amazing. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, it, it is so funny to me how quickly, because I'll have people come to me for systems. We put systems together. They're super jazzed. They're super excited. And the very next breath they take is, 
okay, now, now how do I bring people onto my team? And that's exactly what I want to happen is I think once you have the systems, you really start to see the larger picture of how your business can operate as an actual business instead of just mm-hmm. operating really as like maybe a glorified freelancer, which a lot of people are doing, which is great. And that's how we've all started. But as you start to put systems in place, you start to realize that some of these things can run without you and they might actually be better run by someone else. And so that's almost the next breath. And that's why I'm so glad that you and I connected because now you realize like, oh, wow, there's almost like a path that I can go down. You know, it's it's starting this business, it's building those systems, and then it's hiring those people to make sure I can maximize that impact. So I'm just so thrilled that you and I are talking because I think that these things can't happen without one another. I think having systems and then not delegating them to the right people is a big mistake. And then I think hiring without having the systems can be put you in a world of hurt. And so they're so complimentary. And I'm just so happy that we're making that connection for people because it's one that frankly, I would have paid to listen to this podcast like two years ago or however long ago, Mm -hmm. like when I was struggling two years ago, probably four years ago now. But, um, you know, it just is so essential that these two pieces kind of go together in order to really scale and grow your business. Yes. And you just communicated that, I feel, so eloquently and really paint the picture for everybody that like we're like PB&J, girl. That's what we are. I'm just claiming it now. (laughs) It really, for anyone that thinks they can do one without the other, it just doesn't make sense to me. And even I think this is like another myth that I see people have. They're like, I have to be running like a Fortune 500 business in order to like hire someone. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We just got to get you to the right people. We got to get you to, you know, frankly, this podcast and you got to start mm-hmm. like learning about how you can start to be a leader in your business a lot earlier than you think. And oftentimes you need to be hiring a lot sooner than you think and putting in systems a lot sooner. Because if you want to see that growth, I mean, so many people, they'll see a coach online and they're like, oh gosh, she's making a million dollars a year. She must just be smarter than me, better than me, have more, Mm-mm. whatever. I mean, it's like, no, she just has systems systems and people that know their lane and do their thing so she can do the thing she's best at. Oh, yeah. And I nag about this a lot on the podcast, actually. It was funny because, you know, I came over from corporate. So entering into the entrepreneur space, you know, you it takes you a while to get the full picture of how things actually work in the online space. You know what I mean? And I remember also being the person looking at these coaches, even as a leadership coach, y'all. And I remember looking and being like, how are they generating this much revenue this quickly? When I would see no mention of a team, like you wouldn't find that information anywhere. And I'm just telling y'all, the longer I put my head down and paid attention within the first couple of months, I was like, they all have teams. They all have extensive systems in place. This makes so much more sense now. You are telling nothing but the absolute truth, Kate. Absolutely. I mean, it's so true. Look at anyone you're aspiring to be. They have people that are working alongside them that are using systems that get repeatable results. I'm telling you, like I can tell you that it is as true as the day is long. That is what's happening behind the scenes. We're just like, you know, we're pulling back the curtain. We're honestly just like doing God's work by sharing, sharing this with you. So you're welcome. I'm telling y'all, I did a lot of digging when I first entered the space. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> exactly. Because it is, I mean, and that's the sad thing is it can be really disheartening or you see these people when they're like, I had a $50,000 month and I can teach you how to do it in these two steps. And I'm like, 
those two steps better be systems and outsourcing because there's someone else writing this copy. There is someone else taking this photo. There is someone else Mm -hmm. building that funnel. And you have to have those people in order to deliver at that level. And you have to have the right systems in order to do that. So I I just don't know anyone in the space and I would love for anyone to prove me wrong. But if you can find someone who's doing business at a a level you aspire to be at and they don't have a team or systems in place, like please DM me. I would love to see them. I like owe them an award or something. Oh my God. Yes, you guys tag us and like, shoot, we'll we'll treat them to Starbucks or something. It's like, kudos to you. You must must be exhausted, friend. (laughs) Here's some Starbucks. Exactly. You deserve all all the Starbucks, all the vacations because you're, you're doing the most. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. This was so good. Okay. Kate, is there anything you wish I would have asked or any like final thoughts you really just want to share with everybody? I mean, I really think we covered so much. I'll I'll be again. And I, I really just think the best quote that I can leave you with or thought that I can leave you with is that systems run your business and people run your systems. You have to be thinking about your business in that way. If there's anything that feels heavy to you, if there's anything that's confusing, you have to build build a system for it. And then if you don't want to do it, you have to hire someone that is great at that and has that expertise. So that's really how I want everyone to view their business and the lens I want people to have when they're thinking about how they can grow their business. Yes. And that is such a strategic lens to have. Oh my goodness. So good, Kate. Tell everybody where they can find you because you know, now everybody's all inspired and revved up and they're like, give me the system. So where can everybody find you? Give us all the details. I love it. So like many of us, I love to hang out on Instagram. That's how you and I have been connecting and it's just my favorite social media platform. So I'm at work well with Kate on Instagram. I also have a website workwellwithkate.com. And then if you're looking for some more kind of in-depth trainings on systems. I have a private Facebook community called the Working Well Society. I know a lot of us are like, blah, blah, Facebook. Like I hate Facebook. I know. And I promise you it is a strict, like no BS, only value jam-packed community. It's basically like a web series of all of my favorite systems trainings. So if you're interested in that type of thing, you can join us at the Working Well Society on Facebook. Beautiful. And y'all, you will probably see me in there because anything Kate's doing, I'm going to be there. <laughs> y'all, she, she's officially the systems guru. Just putting that out there. So thank you so much for being here today. This was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for all the work you do. I owe you a Starbucks gift card because you are a godsend for my clients, for my community. You are the most essential next step. And I just can't thank you enough for it. Oh, thank you, Kate. Thank you.